<laughs> okay, and we're on. <laughs> well. I'm glad my misery makes Nicole laugh. <laughs> misery does love company, so. Hello, welcome back to our podcast. Cheese Mosas. With me, Mosas. This is going to be a great episode. Is it? Is it really? For who? <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be you talking and me cackling the whole time. <laughs> no, that's what we don't want. <laughs> That's what the audience wants, and we give the audience what they want. <laughs> okay. Let's tell the audience what we're going to talk about today. Okay. So today's episode is going to be a great one, and you're in for a good time. A great time, in fact, because Anson's life overall is <laughs> undesirable. <gasps> she just rejected my eggs. <laughs> <laughs> On air. <laughs> So that's why we're titling this episode Anson's Series of Unfortunate Events because like unfortunate things just happen to me that normally don't happen to other people and then just clown music plays in the background constantly. That is the soundtrack of my life. Just And that's why they threw me a clown themes party. See but that's another episode that we haven't gotten to yet. <laughs> I think it all started like sometime around like 20, probably the beginning of 2019. I'm, I think it was like a series of things that happened that you were like, oh, I'm a clown. Like I'm a literal clown. And you just named yourself a clown. And so that became the, the thing. I think... I think I came out of the womb a clown. Like, I came out with the wig and the honking nose. And then just, like, life just kept adding on more and more clown makeup as the years went by. Like, I became more like Ronald McDonald. <laughs> like, I even dyed my hair red at some point in my life. And it never went away. <laughs> no, I just... Oh, that's... That do be unfortunate. <laughs> no, seriously, that do be unfortunate. Now looking at pictures, like... Your red hair was not it. Like, why didn't we think it looked good? I don't know, but I, I had been dyeing my hair red since, like, maybe early, like, ninth grade. And my hair just loves red. Like, no matter what color I dye it, it just, like, comes back to being red. <laughs> I dyed it brown, like, one time. Like, light, lightish. It was, like, a regular brown. Like a regular And then brown. I saw I saw Nicole, like, a few days later. And she goes, did you dye your hair red? And I was like... <laughs> No, that's not what I did. <laughs> and that was, that time was really, really red. <laughs> I just thought of another one. What? Spinning. Oh my god, my purple scalp. My purple scalp. <laughs> I think we covered this briefly in like the first episode where really? we introduced ourselves. I think we kind of mentioned it, but like let's say it again. Okay. So the things that happen to Anson just just don't happen to like normal people, as you can tell by the the following stories that we're gonna reveal on this episode. And laughing at Anson has just become, you know, the normal around here. Like she'll send like a Snapchat story, like I don't know, twice a week, of like some unfortunate thing that happens to her. I think we should start with, I guess, the story I don't know, because I haven't heard of that okay. one. As you all may or may not know, 
I've shared this before, but I got my period relatively late for a, a girl, which is around like 10th grade. So I got it around when I was 16 or 15. For male listeners that may not know how the menstrual cycle works when you first get it, you get your first period and then like it doesn't come regularly for like the next few months or so. Right. Yeah. Or was that not the case for you? Was it? No, no. Yeah. It, yeah. Okay, so basically I got my period in like the beginning of 10th grade and I didn't get it until the summer again. So it was like basically about a year. And fortunately or unfortunately, I um, happened to be in Hong Kong with my father. And obviously like 16-year-old Anson didn't pack any, you know, tampons because you know I forgot that I have periods because they haven't come in like the past like seven to eight months like why would why would that happen right next thing you know we're getting on our flight ready to fly back to Miami and there's no direct flights from Hong Kong to Miami since it's like across the globe so you have to do like a connecting flight so we went from hong kong to japan japan to like la la to miami so it was it it was was lengthy it it was a ride Hmm. so we were eating breakfast at the airport and i'm like something is off so i go to the bathroom and i'm like oh hello welcome to the red wedding (laughs) and i didn't I think I have like one pad on me because like just like a just in case it would happen like in the streets. I didn't expect it to be on a flight where I wouldn't have access to a CVS. It's just I I don't know why I didn't have a pad on me ever before I got my period. I I barely have pads on me now. Like, (laughs) Yeah, I just happened to have like a pad like in my purse. And I was like, oh, perfect. I was like, this is going to last me. Yeah, for 23 hours. Mm-hmm. Whatever. And so little did I know, she was not a light storm. <laughs> it wasn't and a light flow. I couldn't tell my father this because I just didn't know how to like bring yeah. it up to him. Like, hi, dad. Like, I'm bleeding. <laughs> At 16? I mean? Absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a father, but like, I want to be able to do it. Yeah, and so we safely arrived to Japan. We safely arrived to LA. Oh, and actually, in the bathroom in in the air in the in the plane when we were in Japan, had pads in their like bathroom. Japan be fancy, like it's like America but better. It's like America, definitely better. Maybe like worse air quality, but I I would be willing to trade like seat warmers on toilet for like lung cancer. fine by me you're for a good time not a long time (laughs) exactly whatever so i like finessed a pad from there and i was like perfect like now i have two pads (laughs) you know (laughs) you finessed the one single pad i I finessed one one single i wasn't gonna steal there's you know it's literally like a free commodity like yeah but i just like took one and i was like okay I wasn't gonna like shove all of them like in my bra and like in my pants walking out i wasn't i didn't have a bag with me you know what i mean right anyways so we had like a little layover time i took a nap i woke up in a pool of my own blood in the airport and i was just like oh my god i'm gonna think i killed someone 
Wait, like you bled through your pants and everything? Like on the chair. Like in the airport or on the plane? No, in the airport. Because we had a layover. Like I was waiting for my next flight. Que and pena. I, was like, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And Wait, so, where was your mother all along? My mother stayed in Hong Kong with my brother. Because he was training for like the Olympics at the time. He didn't end up going to the Olympics, obviously. But Wow. I also didn't know that. Look at that. I'm learning <laughs> so many things today. <laughs> but yes, so they stayed behind. I didn't have a mother there to, you know, help right. me through this crisis. At this point, I'm like, perfect. I have my luggage. So I'm just going to change into a new pair of underwear. What about the chair? How are you going to? Oh, and I, I grabbed a little napkin from my bag, like a little tissue. And I just like sort of wiping the chair down and like removing the evidence. Okay. It's like Germex. Like I was literally. Oh, okay. Okay. I was like, that would not work if it's a leather chair, which is usually how they are. Yeah, no. I put like Germex like pre-Rona days. I had Germex on me. Well, obviously. I, yeah, I squeezed <laughs> it and I like wiped her down. And then like I ran. Oh, I remember this so distinctly in my mind because just imagine picture a 16 year old girl with blood running down her legs. There's blood on her hands. There's blood everywhere. I'm like just trying to run to the bathroom without anyone seeing me. Oh, I guess this is kind of unfortunate too. I walk into the male's bathroom. (laughs) And this grown ass man just like stops me, like literally puts his hand like on my like face and was like, this is the like male's restroom and i was like do you not see that i'm distressed (laughs) point is i ended up using toilet paper and like paper towels for the next like eight or ten hours i was very happy to see a pad when i got home (laughs) and shower (laughs) and shower oh god that is some unfortunate thing that happens to her (laughs) the time your parents left you you say that while you're laughing like it's funny. <laughs> well, as the episode, I thought this was going to be like a short, a shorter episode, you know, because it's just telling stories. But I think this might be longer than we thought. Maybe we'll do a part two. Maybe we won't cover all of them. Because more things happen to me. You know, I'm going to grow. Something's going to happen to me tomorrow. <laughs> the law of after the episode. After the episode, we're going to be like, damn it. But anyway, um, l- luckily for you, <laughs> Anson is here to amuse, amuse, amuse us. Yes. Tell me about the time. Well, probably multiple times, honestly, that your parents um, have abandoned you. This sounds so sad. <laughs> People are probably like, what? No, I promise my parents love me. Right? And... So, my parents used to share a singular cell phone. Absurd idea, but they do. They did. One phone. Both of them used it because they were like, what's the point? Like, we have the same friends. Like, there's no need, like, you know, to, and to that's have on, two phones. That's on having a healthy relationship. Sure. So cute. So cute. <laughs> and so, um, they have a phone. However, they don't use it. The other day, they went to Publix. They left it in the car. Like, they put their phone, and I was like, Mom, like, what's the point of taking your phone and, like, to the car and then just leaving it? And then you spend an hour inside of Publix. 
like what if your daughter's dying and she was like oh no but like i wouldn't need my phone then anyways they like to leave their phone and so there was a while that my parents would have to drop me off at the train station by our house for me to go to work and then they would pick me up so it was like a drop-off system and there were a few times that my job like i would leave early from work and i would be like hey mom like i'm on the train like come pick me up in like 20 minutes um and so one time i was just like i was like hey mom like i'm on my way back and there was no answer and i was like okay that's whatever and then i text her when i'm a little closer and i'm like hey the next stop is me like i'm almost gonna be here so just like you know like give me a yes like i'm here no response and i'm like that's fishy i call them no answer and i'm like oh okay they their phone is not on them and so i end up waiting at the train station for about 45 minutes to an hour and like the security guard kept looking at me yeah. and i'm like i promise i'm not psychotic like i i promise i will get picked up like i thought about walking home because i was like maybe i'll make it and my parents like were like no like we were on a walk we were just walking around the neighborhood and i was like that's so nice of you i was the weather nice because i was abandoned and she's just texting me like what the fuck <laughs> like who leaves the house without a phone <laughs> yeah like they literally don't care they're just like there's no need like if you need me you can reach me in person And so there was just me, like, standing in the train station by myself. You could have taken an Uber. You know what? That thought didn't come to me in the moment. I was just so pissed that they weren't picking up their phone. <laughs> that I wasn't being logical. <laughs> that was me yesterday. I got so mad. My mom takes my grandparents to get vaccinated at, mm-hmm. like, Marlins Park. And, like, Miami. Obviously. Of course. The email literally says, like, do not show up earlier than 15 minutes before your appointment. I relay this message to my mother. And I'm like, listen. And she's like, I'm going to leave early. And I'm like, listen, do not. Like, that creates traffic. Don't. Like, it's unnecessary. Like, that's the whole point. Let's try to follow the rules and then keep it as organized. Obviously, that doesn't fly around here. I, I don't know why I didn't think of that. And my mom, my mom decides to listen to me, which is, like, a terrible idea. Like, no one should ever listen to me, right? And so she shows up and, like, she makes, like, a three-hour, four-hour line. For Yeah. It was absolutely insane. Mind you, by this time, I'm, like, getting out of work, and, like, she picks me up from work. And I'm, like, blowing up her phone. I'm, like, hey, did you make it? I'm, like, hey, how did it go? Like, I'm blowing up her phone, and, like, this woman is not answering. And she leaves me on red at some point, and I'm, like, how weird. But at no point did it cross my mind that she would still be there. Like, I thought it would be a relatively simple process, honestly. I didn't Mm -hmm. think twice about it. And so then, like, I get so angry that I start calling my grandmother, and I'm, like, hello, like, what is wrong with her like why can't she just pick up the phone and they're like no we haven't even gotten vaccinated i'm about to leave work it's been like three hours at this point and i'm like you couldn't have fucking told me that (laughs) like all this time like you're sitting in the car doing what (laughs) like what are you doing (laughs) twiddling her thumbs and but it did not cross her mind to call her daughter to, to tell me that I had to Uber home. Mind you, I so I'm like pissed, right? 
Mm-hmm. So I'm like, whatever, I'll just Uber home. But like, you could have told me, I hang up the phone, I walk out of work and it's pouring rain. And I was like, honestly, I would like to die. I'm starving. I'm cold. Like, it was just not good. <laughs> so I felt abandoned, just like you. <clears throat> okay. So tell me about you versus bar tables, because I feel like the people deserve to know. Well, when I consume tequila, <laughs> a part of my soul awakens and comes out of hibernation. <laughs> and in contrast, my sense of balance and coordination leaves my body as I'm drinking. Yeah. I also happen to like dancing since, you know, I do be a dancer. Mm-hmm. So one can only assume that the more I drink, the more I do be dancing. However, <laughs> I have this habit of just standing on bar tables. Not like a like the tiny like a bar table. Like they're yeah. you got like the bar. Up. It's not even a table though. It's like the bar. No, That's I, very I've, I've gone on tables too. Mm, okay. Well, it's very common in like the town that we went to, lived in for college. Yes. A lot of like nightlife places. Mm-hmm that's like a very common thing like it's allowed it's not like this bitch is crazy you get me no no no. like this is common yeah like people get up on the bar table or like just a regular table or a bench and they just start dancing because there's like you know too many people and like you know you want to make a spectacle out of yourself and i'm like what better person to do that than me a clown right and so this was for our friend's 21st birthday honestly to be quite honest i wasn't even that drunk because that's another story of us, like, fighting for our lives to get into the club. That's another episode. That truly is a whole other episode. Yeah. Anyways, so, like, it took, honestly, I think, like, two to three hours for us to even get inside the club. So any amounts of alcohol has left my body. I was pretty sober by that time. But unfortunately for me, I was wearing some boots that has no grip on the bottom. So they're, like, on a rainy day, you're wearing a pair of Crocs. Like, be ready to slip and slide, girl. <laughs> and I'm, I'm having a good time on the bar. I'm, like, dancing, doing a little twerky twerk. And out of nowhere, I just twerked a little too hard. You don't say. Maybe. And uh, I may have landed back first <laughs> onto the floor. <laughs> it was also, like, a wooden table. Like, hard as shit. Like, wood. Yeah, there was just no friction at all. It was just no. like, slip, like literally slip and slide. Yeah, and because like obviously there's alcohol involved, there's like body fluid involved. It's it's like a hot environment. This place is packed to the brim with people. Obviously, pre pre pre-corona. Like everyone's like close to each other, everyone's sweat, and this bitch eats it. Eats it. Like I just fell to the point where people around me were like oh my god <laughs> like oh, are you okay and i'm like yeah totally fine the next day we were like let's venture out again because obviously one night is not enough and i put on a backless top unbeknownst to me there is a giant bruise on my back like it <laughs> so covers your whole fucking back like my like black and I didn't know because obviously I'm not looking at my own back when I'm, you know, like it didn't hurt. So I didn't notice. 
and our friend at the time tapped me and was like, yo, Anson, I didn't know you had a birthmark that big on your back. <laughs> Wait, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? I don't have a birthmark. I was like, is that new? I turn right. around and I'm like, like, you know, and I just see like darkness on my back. And I was like, oh, that's, that's not good. That's unfortunate. And this happens. I, I feel like me falling off of bars happens every time we go out that also occurred like another time that we went out but obviously you decided to wear like five inch heels this time i think it was because oh for your birthday hello for your birthday you have no recollection of this so we went to a place where we did sake bombs and then we underneath it there's another club and we were just like bouncing around and so by the time you get to the other club, that's one of the ones where you can get up on the tables. And of course, it's her birthday. So she's wearing like five inch heels. She looks fabulous. And she decides, I'm going to get on this table. And I said, let's go. You're going to get on the table. Like, I will help you get on this table, even though you're wearing five inch heels. And then like you put your foot on a stool. And, like the stool said, not today. So you literally, but you were like halfway, you were like halfway up to the bar. So you just fell on me, and I was like, "Okay, this is fine." I don't know how you did it just your ankle because it was like, it was all over the place. It was so funny, Anson. Maybe you should stop getting on bar tables, or maybe I should just practice um, sobriety, (laughs) abstinence. Okay, so now we should preface our next story with um, Anson and her phobia of anything that has four legs. Anything that moves without me knowing its next move terrifies me. Except dogs. Except dogs, yeah. I like. No, it depends. Sometimes dogs scare the living shit. Like when they bark out of nowhere. And I'm walking, oh my god, like, that makes me jump. And I know they don't mean harm, because obviously it's a dog, like, that's, they were, like, saying hi, they were, like, woof, and I'm, like, oh, but, like, I don't, like, expect them to bark. Yeah, especially when you're running. Oh my god, the chihuahua story, you have to tell the chihuahua story. Oh my god, this is Anson's series of unfortunate events, but let me just, let me just put this out there. I was going for a run on a lovely day and I was like, I'm going to extend my run and I'm going to go down a street that I've never gone before, but I'm going to extend my run because, you know, we have goals around here. So I try to extend my run and I'm walking alongside, you know, the houses on the sidewalk and there's this ugly ass chihuahua that comes out of nowhere like it's brown it's fucking hideous and i look at it and i'm like god damn that is an ugly ass dog i'm like who would ever own that like like voluntarily like unless you found it with like a missing leg or something like who does that anyway i keep running and i mind my business yeah like i'm just minding my business dogs when you're running are like the worst fucking thing ever like they bark out of nowhere they fucking try to chase you it's just not not a good time so i hate dogs when i'm running I go around it, like, on the other side of the street, right? So, at first, I walk past the house, and then I go around, and I walk on the other side of the street. Mm-hmm. And I had thought in my head, that dog could totally go through that gate, because obviously, it's a very small dog, and the gate, like, it fits right through the gate. And I'm like, oh, like, you know, like, these dogs are, like, trained or whatever. 
I don't think twice about it, but I just thought about how ugly the dog was. Just carried on with my run. I go on the other side of the street. The dog, in fact, does fit through the fucking gate, crosses the motherfucking street, starts chasing me down the street for like a whole block. Mind you, I'm like three miles into my run. Like, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm not about to go for like a. What's that called when you, like, run fast or whatever? Sprint. A sprint, yeah. I'm, like, not about to go for a sprint, but I'm sprinting, like, hauling ass. I'm, like, there's no way this dog is chasing me right now. Like, this cannot be real. Whatever. Dog chased me until, like, I turned the corner. And, like, I was having full-blown panic attack. I'm, like, screaming at the dog while I'm, like, running. Like, stop! Stop! Like, someone get this fucking dog! Like, in the middle of the street, like, a mad woman. Just, like, scared for my life. I'm, like, what if it has, like, fucking rabies or something? Whatever. I hope you never get chased by a dog. Why did the dog cross the street? (laughs) To chase Nicole. To chase Nicole. 100%. So, your fear for... uh, Insects? Insects. Yes. There's a backstory. There's a reason. When I was little, I guess this is kind of unfortunate, too. Um, (laughs) Now that I'm thinking about it. um, I got in a fight with my mom in my room, and... She was like, okay, whatever, I'm going to leave you and you can go do your homework. And I was like, okay, bye, leave. And I open my book bag and some like black fuzzy thing flies out, like a giant, like almost the size of my pinky, like flies out of my backpack. She's like like, giant. Yeah. And I, I wasn't scared. I was like, oh my God, like a dragonfly. In fact, it was not a dragonfly. Um, Yeah, no, not if it was fuzzy. I... I was like, oh, my God, like, I've never seen a dragonfly before. That's so cute. So I try to touch it with my finger. It lands on my arm, and it bites me. We find out later she was, in fact, a bee. (laughs) And so I'm, like, screaming. I'm like, (laughs) and she goes, what? And she comes, and she's like, that's what you get for talking back to your mother. Whatever, whatever. And that's where my fear of bees come from because, Uh like, that just, like, terrified, like, it literally scarred me. That is unfortunate, in fact. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like you're scared of anything that has, like, that flies or has four legs and is, you know, smaller than you. (laughs) Yeah, like a butterfly do be scary. Yeah, just like anything, like mosquitoes, ants. <laughs> yeah, I can kill like the tiny ones, but like if it's a red ant, I'm like, <laughs> she's like, absolutely not. So obviously, this causes an inconvenience when you live in, you know, like hot, humid weather. I just thought about my cankles. <laughs> yeah, your cankles. I was thinking about your cankles too. Not your cankles. <laughs> Oh, my candles. <laughs> okay, continue. So she just, she despises anything that flies. And naturally, these insects sense her fear. So they literally have it out for her. Like, it's the funniest thing on earth. Like, we'll be at a park. There will be a bee. And it will approach absolutely no one but Anson. 
And then once she moves, the bee will come with her. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> like, until I'm in tears. <laughs> so she's like, we gotta go. And we're like, okay. <laughs> like, let's go. <laughs> like, um, yeah. Oh, she also just doesn't know how to kill a roach. <laughs> okay. That's just not being unfortunate. That's just being called disgusted. <laughs> oh, not one time. Oh my god, this is getting way too long. This one time, okay, so I'm sitting in my room. God knows what the fuck I'm doing. I don't remember, but there's just a scream. Like a fucking, like, um, like someone is murdering me at the moment, scream. And I'm like, okay, well, she died. So let me go see. So then I walk out of my room into Anson's room, and there's this fucking gigantic bug. Like, it was beautiful, don't get me wrong, but it was fucking huge. It was literally the size of, like, a, our palm. Like, it was enormous, just like a green thing. God, I don't even know what it was. Like a, it was a grasshopper. Like a big, but it was enormous. Like, enormous. Like, huge grasshopper. It looked just, fake. It looked fake. It looked fake. because it, it, it was big. It was so big. It camouflaged so well. It was enormous. And it's just sitting on her night table. Bro, that's, that shit scared the living shit out of me. Like, I, <laughs> I saw my life flash before my eyes. Like, in no one else's room but hers. <laughs> it was huge. Absolutely enormous. Oh, also that one time you dropped the whole cereal box on the floor. Oh, my God. <laughs> At, like, 10 p.m. too. Like, not a regular time you should be eating cereal. <laughs> but the whole box is filled. Like, yes, the entire thing. You have a picture. Um, Isn't that my, like, contact photo? <laughs> yeah, I do have a picture. And she's just so heartbroken by the end of it. It's really funny. But that's the least of it. So, continuing on with the bugs and my experiences with them and my affinity for bugs, I shall say. You mean bugs uh, affinity for you. Yes. I accidentally one time stepped into a fire ant pile with my foot while wearing Converse, high tops Converse. So it was extra difficult for me to take off. (laughs) And I'm just, I like, it was, it was like, it wasn't even like I stayed there. It was like a passing step, but that was enough for those fuckers to hang on for their lives, crawl into my shoe into my socks and bite the living shit out of me and i'm like my foot is literally burning hot and like i'm in so much pain because i think perhaps i'm allergic to yeah to red ants i take off my foot i mean i take off my shoe i can't take off my foot (laughs) (laughs) you potato her right there (laughs) and it's like so swollen like i had fucking cankles and that happened to me when I was younger, too, in my dance studio. I, um, I was dancing, and, like, I guess it was ants on the floor, and they crawled into my point shoes and started biting me while I was dancing. And by the end of it, my foot swelled out of my point shoe. Like, it, the top of my foot bulged. was so swollen. It was bulging. And then when I took off my shoe, everyone around me was like, Anson, you have, like, two feet now. <laughs> like, it was so... Big. I couldn't dance for the next week because it was so swollen. So yeah, perhaps you are allergic, and perhaps your deep-rooted fear does stem from traumatic events. 
So I think our next story should be... Hoes do get cold. I was about to say that. I feel like you can contribute. I feel like you should tell the story. Because I'm pretty sure it was more traumatic for all of you than it was for me. Okay. So Anson had this genius idea of graduating a whole semester early. Which... Inconvenience all of our lives. <laughs> like, we're being quite honest, right? So right we're like super supportive we're like yeah girl let's do it and anson being you know the fake bitch that she is <laughs> just decides that she would love to take her graduation photos with like 50 of her friends right so we're like love that so it's first of all a fucking hassle for her to find a photographer that she fucking likes and is like available then it's a hassle for all of us to even coordinate like all their schedules on a weekend that we don't have like an exam or like an event or like nothing happening or that we're in town at all because I was just always out of town. It was a whole thing. So we finally settle on like a date. She settles on a photographer. She pays the girl. It's like a whole thing. She books a session. It's like buff fuck early too, right? Like we were up at like what? Six, five thirty. The, the shoot was like from seven thirty, I think. Yeah, so we're up by, like, 6 in the morning, like, waking up, like, 5.50, like, getting ready, like, eyeliner, fucking pounding our faces, like, mind you, like, imagine a group of four bitches, like, living together, like, it's literally dark outside, walking downstairs of an apartment building in fucking heels, (laughs) in dresses, like, what goes on? Whatever, we all get ready. Oh, (laughs) This is great. So, obviously, naturally, we're late. Like, duh. But, thankfully, like, we lived right there. So, it wasn't, like, a big deal. And we get in the car. And Anson decides that she has forgotten her grad cap. So, we go back. Um, Someone goes upstairs and, like, gets you the grad cap, I think. Mind you, the key, the key to this story is the lovely weather. <laughs> That um, this beautiful town happened to, like, have on that day that we all had to be up at the ass crack of dawn in fucking dresses. We walk outside. It's literally 38 fucking degrees. Like, as we're walking out the fucking door in, like, short little cute dresses on, like, five-inch heels, like, fucking straightened hair. <laughs> and whatever. She forgets the gown. We get there. We get to, like, the first location. She's like, oh, my God. And then, like, everyone's fucking freezing. Like, we all have sweatpants and, like, puffer jackets over our dresses. Like, it's a hot fucking mess, right? (laughs) I cannot believe this story. Like, this is insane. So then, the first location. Everyone gets there. Everyone's fucking freezing. We're, like, pulling our pants, like, halfway to, like, try to take a fucking picture with this bitch. (laughs) and so that they didn't get like the bottom of her legs so the photographer kindly uh lets anton borrow like the tassel for the cap and you know like that's really nice of her like she didn't have to do that and on the tassel it has like a little pin that has like the like school symbol or something i don't even know what it is mm-hmm. whatever it's like on the thing right so it's like cute and obviously i'm sure they charge you for that right I don't know, but I just remember I didn't want to use hers because it wasn't the right color. So I ended up... Oh, yeah. That was a whole other deal. Like, (laughs) Yeah. I ended up having to reach out to this friend I knew from my dance, like, 
club and I borrowed hers. And so I gave the the photographer's tassel back to her and I was like, hey, like don't worry about it. Like I have mine. And she just like shoved it in her pocket, I think. Or I don't know what the fuck happened to it. Point is we lost it. Point is, yeah, we lost the pin on the tassel, which is like fucked up. <laughs> like so fucked up. She was like, no, it's okay. And we were like, it is not okay. Mind you, we're in the middle of a field. Like God, it was just such a mess. Like, such a mess. And there's, like, bags everywhere. Like, her phone. There's, like, jackets. This bitch is freezing. Like, hot mess, right? Yeah. Like- Meanwhile, they're in, like, their puffer jackets and, like, sweatpants because, you know, they're just waiting around Yeah, while I take my photos. Yeah. I, for the entirety of the three to four hours, stayed in... Perhaps a very short romper. A very short romper. Right. So, mind you, this session is only supposed to last two hours mm-hmm. at this point. Like, that's what you had booked. That's what you yeah. had prayed for. So, just the first location took us, like, almost an hour. And you wanted three? Yeah, because we were just a wreck. So, none of us can coordinate. There's, like everyone's in like the cars there's like a lot of stuff going on so like we're like okay let's get it going like it's literally been an hour like there's one hour left like how are we gonna do this and we still have like the main locations of the mm-hmm. phone shoot left so we all get in the car we all like drive to the other side of campus you know whatever <laughs> so there's like this place where she wants to like take pictures where everyone takes their graduation pictures and she decides to bend down and her dress snaps open bend and snap <laughs> oh literally she bends and snaps like full-blown like wardrobe malfunction in the middle of a campus in like 42 degree weather there's 10 bitches like how the fuck do we fix this so then someone gives her like an earring back it's like a 500 dollars earring too <laughs> and this bitch loses the earring back <laughs> To clarify, the strap of my romper broke off. So, like, the connecting from my shoulders to my, like, boobs and just snapped open. And so we were like, oh, my God, like, we're just going to use an earring and, like, clip it together and it will stay on. It will be super cute. Like, whatever. It just wasn't strong enough to obviously hold on to two pieces of fabric. Yeah. Bella. Oh. Like, every single bitch that day gave me an earring back. Every single bitch, we all lost an earring back because of Anson. I, yeah, there were some that were like caught between like my boob and like fabric <laughs> because I was like, oh, look here. So, whatever, like we try to put the earring, the dress keeps snapping open through the rest of the day. Like, it doesn't stay put, obviously. The two hours are literally up. Like, at this point, I was like, Anson, you're gonna have to beg this woman to like. Pray that she doesn't have another appointment so you can, like, finish your pictures. Because, obviously, the other main background location for the photos, like, wasn't done yet. And it's literally been two hours. Of course, it's ten of us. We're a hot fucking mess. We're all, like, trying to run, like, putting on clothes, taking clothes off, like, putting on clothes again. And, like, in heels, you know? So then we finally get inside the stadium. And this is where it gets great. 
we get inside the stadium and obviously you're not supposed to go on the field because that is reserved for like the athletes and like sports and stuff but obviously these nine bitches from miami don't give a fuck if it says do not enter we're gonna trespass because we have pictures to take (laughs) there's like people on drugs yeah (laughs) there's like people working out (laughs) and there's nine bitches like literally flashing their underwear (laughs) at everyone in the stadium and i just remember my heels sinking into the like field into the grass like the deeper i got and i was like hmm love that and then the photos took forever to get back to me and she was like hey like i'm sorry i'm just so busy like trying to edit out the goosebumps off of your photos (laughs) like that's just how cold it was oh my god i don't remember that it's so funny oh my god that poor girl well I feel like this is enough for people to... I feel like these are enough unfortunate events for one day, for one episode. Yeah. Yeah. I think Anson's life is very much a source of entertainment. But I don't think it gets better than graduation photo shoot. That truly, really was chef's kiss. It just... It couldn't have gone any other way. Like, that's exactly how my photo shoot would have gone like if it went perfectly fine like something else would have gone wrong like the photos would have came out horrible (laughs) like you know like there has to be some sort of mishap with everything that happens yeah like there has to go you know there has to be some excitement (laughs) (laughs) and usually it's you like providing all of it all the amusement well ladies and gentlemen we think that is enough for this episode I hope you enjoyed listening to my life and how it goes wrong at possibly like at every possible opportunity. And I hope that your life isn't like that because I feel you girl. (laughs) If it is. We're going to think of a lot more and there will very likely be a part two because this is very enjoyable to record. Yeah. We didn't even get, we had a list written down of like bad things that have happened to me. I don't even think we made it halfway. No, absolutely not. And I I know I just thought of a few, but, you know. And our quote of the week is, it do be like that sometimes. Our word of the week is, unfortunate. And in Spanish, that translates to desafortunado. Which is a little complicated, so I'm going to repeat that. (laughs) Desafortunado. Desafortunado. Like, disfortunate. Basically, yeah. <laughs> Love that. Love that. Okay, here we go. <laughs> and in Cantonese, unfortunate. I was about to say disfortunate. <laughs> unfortunate is but hung. But hung? But hung. But hung. Yeah, like not lucky is basically. But hung yeah yeah oh okay is it like but but like yeah like but like like but yeah like but okay oh t okay well that is all we hope oh my god we didn't say this oh my god i just totally cut you off hi everyone 
Um, if you made it this far into the episode, we thank you so much for listening. Make sure to go on Spotify and go on Apple Podcasts and go on our Instagram and follow us and, you know, like interact with us on our social media. We'll really appreciate it. And audible.com, if you're listening right now, we'll get you some listeners. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Goodbye. That's enough for today. <laughs> Bye.